Welcome. Are you part of a company looking to improve your brand's visual presence? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to GS Podcast, where brands go big. With me, your host, Paul Miller. Welcome, everybody, back to the eighth episode of Graphic Systems Print Innovation Fulfilled. Uh, hope everyone had a great week and a great weekend. I was, uh, I was at home alone with my five kids. My wife was off running a race uh, for an organization that we help lead in uh, in Cape Cod, and she had an awesome, beautiful run along the ocean. And I got to hang out with my five children under the age of twelve, which was awesome. But I'm very excited. It's Monday, so I can get back to work, um, a whole different kind of work. But. Uh, Last week, we talked about textured printing. It was a really neat little project that's kicking off for some holidays, uh, window campaigns. And there's another project that didn't incorporate textured print, but just incorporated really what I would consider, you know, level upping the um, the existing um, status quo um, and uh, very thrilled with the results internally. Clients were very thrilled with the results um, as well. And on a probably even more exciting level is that the project has now been referenced in a couple of social settings um, as a good leader. And so I thought that, that would be an appropriate project to talk about today because Macy's has this uh, retail fixture called a plinth and they've had it for I don't know, maybe ever, not really, but 10, 15 years, you know, it's been hanging around. The essence of it is a 12 inch wide, six foot tall structure that you landmark your brand off of that. So it's got four ways to it. You're able to, to, to merchandise it, um, with whatever apparel or whatever it is that you're slinging. Um, and you can take this plinth, which is really, by and large, a, a one foot by six foot pole, and you can cover that with your brand to make people aware of what brand is on that particular fixture. So I think the first time that I was ever involved with a project or we were ever involved with a project was 2005, which is why I'm suggesting this was maybe 15 year old project. Um, and it was the first time I heard about these new plinth towers that Macy's was rolling out. And back then we we printed direct to 316th in foam and we cut and we affixed and we made it into kind of like a little hat box and it just slipped right over the top of it and say la vie, you know, that was that was the end of that. And over the course of time we kept making it as such. And then the next season would come around and you would just do the same thing and the same thing and the same thing. And then I think we tried it one time where we produced it on 24 point board and we did the cut and we did the, the forming and then we would pack it up and ship it. And so every season, this is an, this is a, a semi-annual project. So, you know, when spring would turn to fall, you would update the graphic. When fall would turn to spring, you would update the graphic and you would always do it in the same systematic sort of way. So every season you're packaging up 400 or 500, 600 of these long kind of Frisbee-like type of uh, packages because inside of them is holding something that accounts to about three pounds. 
and you're giving them to the UPS or the FedEx guy so that they can Frisbee them into the truck. And then from the Frisbee in the truck to the Frisbee at the DC of the store, and then you know playing football with it from the DC into the floor until you pull it out of the packaging. And if I would ever walk, you know, when it left our place, I promise it was awesome. But at the same time, when I would walk the floor, most of the time they were beat to hell pretty bad. You know, the, 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 the tape that we had on would have popped off. There was a cut, there was a, there was a scratch, there was a rip, there was a tear. Um, I think inherently think about it, it's like 12 inch with three inch gap and six foot tall. It's just not a lot of structural soundness. And you're asking it, this plinth wrap to do a, a lot on of heavy lifting on its own, not only make it and traverse its way through the manufacturing process and through the distribution process, but then also stand up to the rigors of an uncontrolled environment at retail. And so <laughs> walking the floor this was like eight months ago or something like that um, in the Mall of America. I saw one after the other after the other, all produced in those same formats, you know, printed direct to 24 points or printed direct to 316. I didn't see one brand that looked high end at all, period. None. They all looked disheveled. Um, they all looked like they were beat up afterthoughts. Um, you know, we're just throwing this thing up there to throw it up there and say la vie. So we had an opportunity uh, a few months back with Donna Karen to go and make one. And it was the usual like, oh, let's, you know, let's print it to 24 points or, or print it on 316 foam. And, you know, working with the team internally, the, the, the structural design team, we kind of threw out a little, you know, hey, here's an idea why don't we use GS board? And I don't know if we've talked about GS board, certainly not for a few months, um, but it's a board that we, we use a lot in temporary POP. And the reason is because we can cut it and we can form it, score it, um, bend it. It doesn't require heat bending. It doesn't require, I mean, is this, this board both can stand up to the durability uh, and to uh, the rigors of retail really, really well without, without uh, some of the additive processes that have traditionally been associated with some of this um, temporary point of sale um, fixturing. So we had this GS board and we thought, okay, this is good as a structurally sound. So now we don't have to worry about the rips or the tears or the coming aparts or whatnot. Now that we have this board as our base, how can we make this smarter? So we're not every single time sending out this big, heavy 12 inch by six foot board. How can we use this board as a baseline to jump off for future? So we printed on the two, three inch by six foot ends the branding of Donna Karen. And then on the faces, the 12 inch by 72s, we printed more timeless branding uh, and evergreen imagery and laid that down um, as a magnet. And then on top of the magnet, we then printed the seasonal imagery uh, that was done on the, the, to tie in with the national photo shoots and printed those on magnet receptive. 
So there was certainly an investment on the part of Donna Karen to take what formerly had been a, I'm just throwing out, you know, random numbers here, but maybe a $200 item um, all in between the print, the pack, the ship per, per version and putting it in. And now you're maybe investing $400. However, in the ongoing nature, one, the product works and is so much more structurally sound. And two, when you go to update it, you're simply taking a 12 inch by 72 inch magnetic receptive graphic, which can be easily rolled and stuck into a 12 inch tube and sent out to the store and produced for 30, 40 bucks and producing that and sending that out. And the person at store is opening it up, being able to unroll it, um, matching the top two corners to the top two corners of the magnet-based um, fixture and letting the graphic fall in position. So even though there was more of an upfront cost, it was one of those things where we kind of did a little uh, ROI, and by the time 24 months would exhaust itself, the original investment would be paid off. It would be now saving money in the long term in terms of the the production and the execution and not to mention the strength of the brand the look of the brand once it got up at retail it was like it was just really cool to see that one amongst the others because it was it was notably notably better so from donna karen uh we had another opportunity with calvin klein which was really great. Calvin Klein Women's Sportswear. We presented the same kind of solution. We we were told to move forward with that. And so now, as you walk through that the retail environment um, at a at a Macy's, you can kind of see for yourself those two specific brands um, have now got a little bit more of a level up. I guess is the the word that kind of the phrase that comes to mind approach on this otherwise generic kind of like budget hit gosh i just have to do this and it kind of is going to be terrible but i'm just going to do it anyway because that's what everybody does and now i'm interested in graphic systems creating a bit more momentum behind this and probably trying to just up the ante a little bit get other people to think other brands to think that this is important um even though it's not their fixture you know the brands take a lot of pride in their fixtures but when it's Macy's more generic fixture, how can we take it and we still take that same approach of of treating it like it's our brand um, in order to create the best presentation possible um, when speaking at the floor with our with our consumers? So uh, good project utilized a lot of uh, structural design innovation and uh, the end results speak for themselves. So go check out your like, lo local Macy's store if you care to see. Uh, the end result, and uh, we'll be back next week with some more good stuff. Thanks.